Oh, You Thought Podcast, the place where you get a heavy dose of positivity, sarcasm, knowledge, and ratchetness. Enjoy the show. It's that time, people. It's time for another great episode of Oh, You Thought Podcast. My name is Fallon, and I am your host on this lovely journey. This is episode 30 of Oh, You Thought Podcast, and the show is going to be just a tiny bit different and some segments I won't have this week I don't have a wonderful rap for y'all this week I'm pretty sure uh me dropping my for the d challenge bars have y'all you know pretty good for a little bit at least on the (laughs) the funny side of things but um yeah I did that out of fun and so This show should be definitely shorter than last week's show, which I say that now, but I get to talking and then you just never know what will happen. But that is the joy of having your own podcast. You can just run it how you want to run it. So let's just jump right on in. Oh, you thought that you were truly presidential. And of course, I'm talking about Trump. It's so hard for me to say President Trump. So I always say Trump when I talk about this man. And when I say that, like he thinks that he's really doing a good job and everyone is suffering, even all your voters, um, they are suffering. And I'm pretty sure most of them would like to just say, you know what, if I could just resend my vote for you that'd be great except for maybe tina campbell shade no shade (laughs) yeah i'm gonna talk about her a little bit later but let's stay on on topic trump like poor handling of the hurricane that hit puerto rico uh he goes down there finally pays the visit and it's really just a photo op to say like hey girls and boys i actually showed up to puerto rico now get off my back I released the, I overturned or put a pause on the Jones Act so we can go ahead and send this ship out here to Puerto Rico and all this stuff when basically all the famous people or people that have a big voice and platform to to really put together a good movement to get supplies out there to Puerto Rico and other places out in the Caribbean they really showed up for Puerto Rico and it was just really horrible to to listen to his um his speech or whatever you want to call it when he showed up to Puerto Rico and just just very bad like there again you see someone that's not truly connected it's like there's a body there, but it's like the brain is slowly losing juice like every single second. And of course, the, the video picture that was literally flying around, pun intended, was of him throwing paper towels to the people that showed up to hear him speak um, in Puerto Rico. And I just thought he really thought he was doing something, thought he was having fun, making them feel better by throwing paper towels into the audience of people, which I just thought was just, he just does not get it. And through all these situations we have had since he's been the president, 
his wife hasn't even really come out and said anything profound. When we have the, when we had these situations when Obama was in office, we could definitely count on Mrs. Obama to come out and say something that made sense, something that made us feel better. And I just, I don't get that from Melania. Like she's just really just there. And so poor handling of Puerto Rico, he gave a speech for the tragedy that happened in Las Vegas. And it's just there again, there's no true emotions there. It's just him. He's He was actually speaking from the teleprompter this time. He stayed on the teleprompter. And so he was definitely like a robot. And it's just like in those situations, I feel like you should be able to bring your own emotions to the, to the table and have true compassion for what all those families are going through that lost somebody or had someone injured by that senseless act of violence. And let's call it by name. It is terrorism here in America. And still no one by the White House staff has called it that. And so it's just, where is the connection to your people? You're the leader and there's no connection to the people. Everything is jokey jokey or bad jokes. And he even had the audacity to to use the word miracle when talking about what happened in Las Vegas. It's just a poor taste of words. And he, he talks like someone who just barely learned English. Like his, his sentences, sentences are not well thought out and not put together and they're incomplete. And I just understand where did the miracle uh statement fit into to the situation was he trying to say it was a miracle that more people weren't killed which is still very bad to say like that word just shouldn't have been in that narrative at all and then he also had the audacity to dedicate his golf trophy to the hurricane victims i'm pretty sure that will make everyone that has gone through these last few hurricanes feel so much better it takes away all the money that was lost to put out to fix your car fix your home just survive i'm sure if we all just touch that trophy it will make all of us feel so complete. As someone that had just went through Hurricane Harvey, like I rebuke that. Like it's so tacky and tasteless for you to smile and for the people there with you to smile and clap as this is the right thing you should be doing to be dedicating a golf trophy. Like this is all you do. This is all you do is play golf and yeah, and that's why I really don't like to talk about Trump on this podcast, but it just seems like it's no way around it because he's always doing crazy things every single day. And so you got to talk about it. But it's just like I go on these rants and I end up wasting, you know, too many minutes on that man. Oh, you thought that your girl would not clap back on Instagram. I had my first uh, encounter with haters on no first encounter in a while with haters on social media 
And this was on Instagram and I had responded to a post about basically the NFL and protests and you know, I'm one of those people I'm very, very passionate about my people and the things that we're going through as a people. And so I read the article that was on the Instagram post. And then I'm one of those people, I don't know if y'all are like that, but when I get on Instagram, no matter what the post is, if I'm engaged, then I read through the comments on every single thing that I look at on Instagram for the most part. Even like the the ratchet stuff, the petty stuff, like I like to read through the comments to either get a laugh or if it's something serious like the protests going on. I want to know what other people around the world are thinking about situations like that. So I'm reading through, like I said, this post dealing with the NFL and protesting and this particular post, it was a lot of white people like in their feelings, still on that same narrative of it being disrespectful to the country by these athletes taking a knee or showing any kind of form of protest um, during the anthem or before the anthem. And a lot of people, a lot of the white people were in the comments saying, well, the same kind of response that Trump had been given out. Well, at least they are standing up for the anthem and not disrespecting the flag or the song. And it's just like, there again, you people don't get it. It's not about the song or the anthem. It is about what the oppressed people are still going through, have never stopped going through. And it's ramped up more and more every day because there again, I think because the power of social media, we get everything instantly right now. We see all this stuff going on in neighborhoods that are not our own neighborhoods. And so I was feeding off all the comments, all the ignorant comments that I that I was reading. And I felt like I gave this great um, response to that particular post on Instagram. I felt like I ask a good question that I always keep asking. If you're offended by people taking a knee for the the anthem, are you standing up at home when they play the anthem on TV? And I'm pretty sure all y'all are sitting on your butt, talking, eating, laying down, whatever the case may be, you're not standing up. So what makes it different? that you're on TV or in a platform with all these people if you're sitting down at home. And so I went through that and someone started, decided to come for me and said that I, I wrote an essay and no one's going to read it. And of course it was a white person, a white hateful person. And, and first of all, it wasn't an essay. Like, and people write these nice lengthy responses on Instagram all the time like just get out of your feelings like people I think people get in their feelings because number one you're stating facts and logics logic and they can't handle it and it's just like if you can't handle it just keep it moving bro like you don't have to say anything to me but you know thank the Lord that I was prepared and I was ready I had some anger in me from dealing with mister I'll talk about mister a little bit later and so I was ready to just go off anyway, and I didn't go off. And so the first person that responded to me and said that, hey, I wrote an essay, no one's going to read it. I was like, I don't care. I said what I wanted to say, and that's fine. Like, I told him, thank you for the at, though. 
And then someone else came and responded, was nice. He was like, I read it. And he gave his response. And then someone else came, another white person, and said that, yeah, you, you wrote an essay. No one cares what you think, basically, blah, 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 blah. And he had the audacity to say that you probably don't even know what a first down is. And, you know, I was just ready at that point because there again, you attack people online that you don't know. You know nothing about them. You go about what they look like or you go to their page and try to be an investigator thinking you can find out that you really can attack someone and you had no merit to attack me because there again I fucking love sports and I love football just as much as basketball now and so I definitely know what a first down is and so my clap back was like uh yeah nice try basically but I love sports so, and I was just like, next. And I was just ready. Like, I was ready to be prepared to just go through all these hateful white people that get online and just have nothing better to do but terrorize people that's just trying to live their life, basically. And so I thought it was fun, actually, to get a chance to actually clap back at these these crazy people. And, yeah, uh, this last one, this one really bothered my soul. Oh, you thought that it was okay for you to say that the Las Vegas terrorist attack was connected to people. Get it? Hold on. Hold on, y'all. Just hold on. Wait for it. It was connected to people disrespecting the country and Donald Trump. This thought and logic came from longtime evangelists from TBN, Pat Robertson. (sighs) Just how, 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 how. And it's just, it's crazy how (sighs) certain people just, they just don't get it. They don't get it. And how dare you attach what those people went through in Las Vegas to disrespecting the country. Are we worshiping the country, Mr. Evangelist? Are we worshiping the country? Are we supposed to be worshiping God? Like, I'm totally confused, but not really. Like, I worship God. That's it. Because if you worship him, everything else will fall into place. When you go around worshiping idols other than him or making the flag your idol, making the anthem your idol, that's a problem for God. So... He said that violence in the streets is happening because we have disrespect for authority. Mm, Authority, you say. There again. (laughs) We're talking about grown people. Our authority is the Lord. And yes, when you go through certain things, like you, you should have respect for different people let's let's put it like that you should have god given respect for everybody you encounter but i'm not going to treat trump like god i'm not going to treat cops like god i'm not going to treat doctors like god i'm not going to put anyone close to that level of god everyone should be on an evil uh, level playing field out here when we're talking about person to person But yes, you should have respect. But 
And he said, disrespect for authority and now the disrespect for the anthem. And it's just there, there again, it's troubling. It's supposed to be a man of God. And you should know this is like, this is in the laws. This is in the commandments. Like, you shouldn't have any other idols before God. Like, that's square one, people. Square one. Square one. And it's just like, I don't understand. Like, talking about an old outdated song and it's there again when you when you speak like that I can tell what your narrative is you're a part of the a part of the make America great again train because you can't get your mindset out of this song and this flag and we've even posted the laws for disrespecting the flag and taking a knee is not disrespectful to the flag, guys. It's written law if you want to keep going by these laws. It's in black and white, y'all. It's there for you to see. So, yeah, these people out here wild. And let's talk about that. Like, as a Christian, I'm going to call call out these other Christians that are out here just wilding and, and just ignoring some of these basic laws that you're supposed to uphold as Christians. And yeah, like I said, I mentioned Tina Campbell earlier in my Oh You Thought moments, and I'm definitely going to talk about her and what's popping. And yeah, like if you're a Christian, you're out here with your platform, you got to make sure you're up here upholding and speaking the truth, the God-given truth. Like you can't be altering what's supposed to be and we're not supposed to worship other things and people we're just supposed to worship God and that's it so with that I want to welcome you again to episode 30 of my podcast oh you thought I hope you enjoyed last week even though it was really intense as far as what I talked about as far as NFL and protesting I don't intend to really stay on that train this episode but there again I have to talk about what's going on in the world and if it's not going away, I have to keep talking about it. I want to keep giving my opinion on it and so that's where I'm at with that. But I hope that y'all found my thoughts on protesting informative. Um, I hope that you found it to be um, just another outlook on all the shenanigans surrounded by taking a knee, locking arms and all that stuff. And so... Um, Before I get started, I definitely want to continue to offer uh, prayers for everyone that is still suffering in the aftermath of these hurricanes we've had in these last few weeks. I want to send up all my prayers and my condolences to the families um, of the Las Vegas um, terrorist um, shooting. I just can't imagine having to go through a situation like that, like to just not know where the shooting was coming from. And I just want to let y'all know that y'all are definitely in my prayers every single night. And um, I know it will be tough to get through it. Like I said, I can't imagine going through that or having to be a family member picking up the pieces after someone was just murdered while trying to enjoy some music and there again we should be able to enjoy simple things like that with all the craziness that's going on in the world and 
we live in a place like America where we pride ourselves on being different than these other countries where they just go to the grocery store and a bomb can go off or something like that. And it's just like you have people that are here that are taking away those freedoms from Americans to just enjoy certain things. And it's very, very unfortunate and sad. So I want to keep I want to keep praying for for everyone in this world for peace. And so basically this week, um, it's been another week. Um, you know, it's been like in the middle ground as far as this, this week. Um, yeah, the unemployment life ups and downs this week has been a a down week for me, like just struggling between trying to recoup stuff from going through the hurricane and trying to properly get unemployment payments and stuff like that. This is my second time being unemployed. First time, it was an easy situation. I thought this time was going to be seamless as well, but apparently not. The TWC has something else in store for me. So (laughs) yeah, you gotta just, you gotta be silly to keep from crying. And I can just say I have done a really good job of not crying. Like I've been going through things this whole year and it's just like I haven't like just been crying and that's really like something I used to always do is cry a lot (laughs) and I will say that I might cry like the pettiest things but as far as like the really really bad things that's been going on with me I don't cry which I find that as a a bad coping mechanism low-key I'm diagnosing myself on the air of coping and I got to find a better way to to handle what I'm going through even though I haven't been crying with with the stuff I've been going through um sleeping doesn't help (laughs) I'm one of those people like if I don't want to think about stuff anymore I sleep and so no I don't sleep the whole day but I'll take a good old nap like when I get some bad news I'll take that nap for a thousand, Alex. Like, that's my remedy. So I don't cry. <laughs> I take a nap. Um, or I listen to music. Um, but music hasn't really been helping. But like I said, it's been up and down. Um, I had, what, three interviews with one company. Didn't hear back from that company even after reaching out to the company. So I'm a little bit in my feelings about that because I really wanted that job. And so... I never stop, you know, being on the hunt for a job. So I do, I have like my setup every day. I wake up still early. I do applications all throughout the day because I can either do it on my laptop or I can do it on my phone. So I'm constantly doing applications so that never stops, never stop. Um, and then I work out and stuff and then watch a little TV, relax my mind. Then I work on podcast stuff, podcast stuff every single day. Um, so I've been working on special episodes that I plan on launching um, sometime soon. Um, little filler episodes that I want to work on for times that I may be busy or can't record or something. So have special episodes that I've been working on this week as far as like pulling the content together. Because yeah, y'all, I just don't throw these episodes together. Like I really try to work on the content that I'm getting ready to talk about on the podcast. And so... 
I've been doing that this week, spent some time with my mom and my sister this week, which is always fun to be around family. And so that was another thing. Like I had been like just, you know, I'm at home all the time, so I don't spend money. And so I was like, let me just go spend the day with my mom. And I did that and it ended up being fun. Um, We struggled to change the locks on one of her doors, but we got it done. Hallelujah. God was with us. That was a time. But yeah, I don't even want to talk about that. It was a nightmare low key. So spend time with family. And I've been struggling with sleeping again. Um, I've struggled with my sleep for like years, but maybe like a few months ago, my sleep has had gotten actually better where I could actually just go lay in my bed, turn off the TV and go to bed and sleep through the night. I'm struggling now and I'm pretty sure it's basically the way my body is coping with stuff that's been going on and also the post hurricane because I keep having nightmares about hurricanes and stuff like that. And so I had a really bad nightmare about basically a hurricane hitting again a couple nights ago and I was afraid to go to sleep last night like a 35 year old afraid to go to sleep because I just I want those people like if I keep thinking about what I had a nightmare about I'll go right back into the into the nightmare isn't it kind of like that wasn't that what um nightmare on M Street was about basically these the kids were they would go to sleep and they would have nightmares and that's how they would see Freddy Krueger so it's kind of like my life low-key <laughs> Like if I keep thinking about the nightmare or if I start having anxiety about going to sleep because I don't want to have that nightmare again, I fall into the nightmare and then here I go, not sleeping. So that was me last night. So I stayed up. I'm sorry that I'm really talking about my week, but I got to get, I got to get it off my brain. Right. And so couldn't sleep last night. So I was like, you know, what? I'm going to take this, this bad weave out of my hair. Like I'm so upset about this lady that did my hair. I only had that sew-in in for two weeks. And there again, if you've been listening to my podcast, you know I don't like to get my hair done because I don't want to damage my natural hair because of my Picos walk or whatever as far as losing hair and all that stuff. And so I always say two times a year, I will allow myself to get a sew-in. Other than that, my hair will be natural and it will be under a wig. And so... Yeah, this lady, like, she did such a bad job sewing in the weave. Like, it was like part of my braids of my natural hair were left out on both sides, and I could feel those joints. And so I was like, it's not going to last at least a month, which I would like for it to do. It's not going to last. And so I was outside for like hours yesterday, waiting, trying to get some disastrous um, food stamps that they were offering. Didn't get those. And so I came back, and my hair was just really just a mess. And it was just coming a loose. And so I said, you know what? I can't sleep. So I'm going to get this out. And it just, that was the easiest sewing I've ever taken out of my hair. So I'll just, it gives you a picture of how bad it was. Now, ladies, I don't know if some of y'all go around and not get the net when you get a sew-in, but the net is also extra protection for your hair. And I had a net on my hair, but you would never know it because you didn't even see it or feel it. You know what I mean? So I was like, where is the net? So it was just a poorly done weave. And I was just like, never again will I go to this particular place for the people to actually sew in my hair. I'll go buy hair from there, but no, no one can sew in my hair. And so I was disappointed by that. So I did that. And like I said, 
I'm gonna talk about Mister for a little bit. Because the last time I brought him up a week before last, I was like, oh, I'm just going to talk about it because I got to get this off my shoulder of feeling like anytime I talk about something that's so-called good, it goes bad. And it's just like, you got to stop speaking that stuff over your life. But boys and girls, I'm here to tell you (laughs) the same week that I spoke about Mr. We were supposed to have plans on Saturday. That weekend, we were supposed to go to the casino. Ghost. He was ghost. He was ghost, ghost, ghost. And I'm sorry, not sorry, because there again, I know he doesn't listen to this podcast, but maybe one day he'll take the time to listen to this podcast and he'll listen to my journey and stories of how our so-called relationship, situationship, had so many ups and downs through the process. And there again, y'all, this has been an eight-year process. And it's also kind of funny, like through time hop, I can just see all these things that have transpired through the years of me dealing with him. And I never say his name or anything like that, but I could just see the subtle shade and disappointment and sad tweets and Facebook posts that I would post about this relationship and it was kind of crazy like a couple weeks ago it was the night that we got into probably the biggest argument ever over my friendship with my best friend which is a guy and I won't say the things that he said but he was also drunk that night and I won't touch on any other things surrounding that without you know, presenting too much of our business, but he was drunk that night. It's not an excuse, but he was drunk and he said some horrible things about me to me after I had came from spending time with my best friend, also the producer of this show. And that happened a few weeks ago, um, about eight years ago where he was just in his feelings. So it's just like, it's just all these little timestamps and reminders and I'm no angel, he's no angel, but let the record show and reflect and let it be forever recorded that he has been doing this disappearing thing for years and he'll constantly bring up the fact that I disappeared and there again, I want the record to show and reflect that the times I have disappeared is because of things like this, It's in a reaction to him disappearing or him not being there when I just need him to be there. So, um, last Saturday or two Saturdays ago, he disappears basically, which is just like, I always feel it's going to happen. It's always a struggle for us to spend time together. And so when he responded, he was like, I'm sorry, I've just been busy working. Now is the time for me to to make all this money, which I totally support because the kind of work he does, I knew he would be busy um, because of the hurricane stuff and rebuilding and stuff. Like he does like construction work and all that wonderful things. Like he's good with his hands. Uh, shade to myself, (laughs) but yeah, so I knew he would be busy, but it was just like one of those things. I always tell him just to communicate with me. Like, if you know, you can't do something, just tell me I can deal with that. And when I say that, I really mean it. Like I want the truth. I don't want you to, to make these open ended promises to me. And so 
that's what happened with that. He told me he was busy working, so he disappeared for another week, and then he popped back up in my life this past Tuesday with a I love you. And, and yeah, and so that's the cycle. And I don't want to say too much on how I'm really feeling, but you know I'm feeling some type of way because it's just like you can't keep popping in and out of someone's life. And that's just how I feel and it's just like I feel like this time I'm so invested and it sounds so bad I'm so invested because I just want us to work like I want the long term thing that I've always wanted with him like and that's to be married and to try to have a baby like those are the things that I want with him and it's just like he has this wall up because I guess I'm giving way too much information but there again he probably won't listen I think he's still been been in his feelings for years over the initial fact that I broke up with him years ago. <laughs> you know, the first the first initial breakup I did it, and it was based on there again on him not coming through for me in my eyes or whatever. And we talked about that situation this year, and I got more clarity on what happened on his end, and he got more clarity on how I felt. And so we got past that and we got to an understanding. And so, yeah. And so I'm just like, there again, like I had to work on myself because I wasn't fully grown. Like I still was growing as a woman and understanding and you, it's just life. You have to go through certain things. And he was my first and I f- we were still young. I was still young mindset when we first got together. So I didn't fully know how to be in a relationship. I didn't fully know how to love a man properly. And so, you know, the time that we've had apart on and off, like I've worked on myself. I've become a better woman. And so I've gone into the situation just eyes wide open. No, I'm not going to take mess, but I'm not going to keep leaving over just whatever and it's just like you have to be able to really stick through the hard times and it's just like I don't want to keep going through a situation and not really try and then I find myself six months later talking to him again then you might as well just fight through it so it's either like do you want to fight for it or not fight for it at the end of the day and so yes I'm still like in my feelings about the situation and I want to spend time with him this weekend, but there again, he's very, very busy. And so I doubt that will happen. But yeah, so I definitely have to update y'all on Mr. Because I said it on the podcast. I was like, this is why I don't talk about my relationships on social media because I don't like to look stupid and all that stuff. And it's just like, it was right on cue. Like, release the episode that Friday night. Boom, he was gone on Saturday. And it's just like, it's so weird. Like, if you know me, like, even on a friend level, you know that I'm so caring and loving and I don't like drama. And so just think about what it would be like to be in a relationship with me. Like, I don't like drama. And so I just, I'm very loving. I take care of my dude. Like, I'm very caring and I'm constantly worried about him because, like, I also talked about on the podcast, he got shot and stuff. And it's just like, So I'm constantly worried. And so like, that's why I always go more worried than mad in these situations because I just never know what's truly going on with him. But yeah, so that's been my 
my world for the past two weeks, the ups and down downs of dealing with Mr. And so hopefully next week I'll have a good story to talk about with Mr. Like this is the longest we have collectively talked to each other for the most part every single day, except for the times he's been MIA for like a week at a time since we were initially together. And so what we're going on six months is six months this month if we've been in communication with each other every day you see i keep changing the narrative of what is actually called <laughs> the situationship but yeah so there won't be a positivity moment for this episode um i like for everything to be organic and i just don't want to pick positive stuff just because it's positive like i wanted to speak to me and I want to, you know, have some feeling behind the positivity that I bring y'all, but just know the positive vibes are always there. They're always out there. Um, I also talked about um, last week that I would bring up the, 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 the infogram on the psychology of lying. And there again, like I was looking through it, preparing for this week and I was like, no, like just having like just a couple words about this in a segment won't do it justice. So I really want to focus in on an episode that focuses on the psychology of lying. And I think like I'm so intrigued with lying because I know so many people that lie when the truth will do. And yeah, so that's why I really want to do an in-depth like almost like study on top of study on the psychology of lying. So that will be coming to you sometime soon before the, the year is up. I've already started to pick apart the infogram and pull out things that I want to talk about because there again, like I said, it intrigues me how people lie so easily and so much. And so be on the lookout for that. What's popping? What's popping? What's popping? So, I think this week I don't have a lot of stuff in the what's popping section this week, but it's it's not you know heavily laid with stuff talking about Trump. So I'm just gonna just jump right on in. Um, I was on Twitter like I am every single day. If you're not following me on Twitter, follow me, Pretty and Smart eighty one. And I saw that they're trying to create or use a rocket to transport people from like New York to London in under 30 minutes. And SpaceX is a company that is hoping to officially make this happen. They've been doing like test launches and stuff like this. And so it's actually like a launch like to do these rockets. It's not like you get on an airplane and you're gone like no you have to take a boat or a ship out to the takeoff area to the rocket launch place and I don't know like as a person that's afraid to fly never been on an airplane like 
that sounds pretty risky to me. And like, I'm even afraid of when they talk about getting like these, these, uh, what do you call them? The really, really fast trains. I can't think of the, the real name for them. And so they had talked about, um, uh, building, you know, one of those trains here in Houston to go from Houston to Dallas in like 15 minutes or so. And it's too fast. So that's just telling me like, if you get in an accident, it's over. And so <laughs> looking at something like this, where we're saying a rocket from like New York to London in like 29 minutes, like something goes wrong, you're dead. Like, how do you survive something going that fast? And so in theory, for, for those of y'all that aren't afraid to live life like me, <laughs> that is afraid to, to live life, I think it's a great thing. And they said that it would be affordable. They said it would be like the same price of like a plane ticket today. Like, so they're not talking about anything crazy to where it's just the, the rich and famous that can get to London in 29 minutes. Like this is something that's going to be offered to the masses. So with something like that, I think it's totally great. And I'm all for technology and all that stuff. So I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to keep my my eye on this story to see how it pans out. But I, I definitely think it's really cool. So Tina Campbell, I'm not gonna, you know, drag Miss Campbell. I like Mary Mary. I love Mary Mary. Actually, I love their music. And I love the reality TV show. This is their last season of Mary Mary, the reality TV show. So it makes me a little sad. But it makes me a little bit angry. To, to hear someone like Tina Campbell explain why she voted for Trump. And I will say this before I get into my narrative or what I'm getting ready to say about Tina, Miss Campbell. Um, I feel like this is a revamp story to, to get buzz and traction because this is the last season for their show. Go ahead. I don't care if you at me, you got bad words to say to me. Like, I think that is totally true. Like, cause we already knew that she voted for Trump cause she had penned this letter. And so it was no surprise that she voted for Trump. We already went in on her when we first knew that she voted for Trump. A couple weeks ago, a week ago, this story kicks up dust again. And she, you know, she's basically stating that she voted for Trump based on his Christian values that she had basically two candidates that she didn't like, but she voted for Trump because his Christian values align more with hers. And I'm just like, where did she peak his Christian values from? Is it something that I'm missing? Like, is it, I must be missing something because I never heard him give a speech where he really talked about his Christian values or counting his Christian values as him saying, God bless America, make America great again. Is that where we're picking up the Christian values? Because I just, I understand Mrs. Campbell, you have your, your right to vote. I understand she's been on, you know, a crusade about having her right to vote. Like that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Like I just, I just don't see how 
I'm not even going to say that because they're against your right to vote, but you, you thought that Trump was a better option for you as a black female when he's talked about grabbing females by their pussies and that's okay for you to to align yourself with Trump. And yeah, now she's saying that she doesn't support the things that he's doing, but she voted on him based on her Christian values. So my question is this, Erica has been so quiet. Of course, she hasn't shared who she voted for, but it's just, you, you feel like you know these people to a certain certain degree and you feel like you can read these people. And I'm pretty sure Erica probably voted for Hillary Clinton. And it's just like, how can the households or how you were raised just be totally just different to where you have someone voting for Trump and my question is this, did Tina's husband vote for Trump? Like, was that household completely together on this Trump vote? And there again, you know, a few votes don't make a difference in the, the grand scheme of things. But it's just, I get so troubled because I feel like people are totally lost. And there again, I feel like you have these platforms, whether you want the platform or not. And then you give out these messages of people that, you give out these messages to people that gravitate to you and now you could you could have easily had more people vote for Trump. Like let's say Trump came to, to Tina and offered her that five hundred thousand dollars that who was that that turned it down? I was gonna talk about it on the podcast. Fifty Cent turned down money from Trump to try to get the black vote. So just imagine if she would have taken the money or if she got an offer like that from Trump, she really could have influenced a lot of people to vote for Trump and to just be bamboozled, even though we are bamboozled by default because y'all voted him in there anyway, not me. Y'all voted him in there. And it's just, it's crazy like to just see this man through the years. Like this is not something that is new. Like, let the record show like since the 70s and let the record show who his family is like this is not new and you know like I used to watch the apprentice and stuff and thought it was a good show but there again when you start hearing more stuff come out about Trump like I stopped watching the show like you won't get my viewership and so I just don't understand how people can just be totally lost especially on the type of campaign that he ran on at least like with Hillary, like she's, she wasn't the perfect candidate. And I just felt like if she would have put Bernie Sanders on the ticket, she would have been in there. And, you know, I feel like that really lost her the, you know, the presidency. And so I just don't see how you as a black woman can vote for, for Trump based on the things that he ran, ran on and the hate that, even popped up at his rally. So definitely confused. So on the line of hate and people that are trying to fight hate, the the Black Lives Matter movement, um, a judge officially determined that the BLM movement could not be sued because it's a social movement and not a person. And so, yeah, so someone out there or people were out there trying to sue Black Lives Matter and DeRay, uh, a popular activist for this movement, was attached to this lawsuit. And so uh, he definitely 
celebrated that good news and it's just like when all these hateful people try to come from you every single corner to win something like that was definitely a great thing and so uh yeah I was definitely happy to see a judge like give that determination like hey not today not tomorrow not ever (laughs) so that made me happy and so last week I did for the dick challenge right And I felt like after I did the challenge last week, even though it was getting in that direction, I feel like more people started to criticize this challenge. And I definitely like the positive uh, challenges that came out of this, like for the Lord, for my wife, for my husband, for the grade. Uh, What else came out of the the challenge? Um, Just all the positive ones, definitely love. But let me get on my soapbox right now because there again, as a level-headed, meek and mild Christian female, I totally did not take myself seriously while doing for the dick challenge. And I'll tell you why, because I just feel like there again is so much crap going on in the world. Why not do something fun? Because there again, just because you're saying for the D, for the P, all these crazy things that you say you will do while rapping doesn't mean you're out here doing it. Like, it's just something to be funny and fun. Like, that's how I took it. Like, every time I looked, I mean, every time I listened to someone's challenge, I was like, oh, this is good or it's funny. Like, I didn't take it like, oh, this girl's really doing this for the D and before I even committed to really going ahead and putting it on the podcast, I, I literally listened to my freestyle like a thousand times. And every time I listened to it, I laughed. And I was like, fuck it. Like, this is just another side of Fallon that y'all have to come to know and love. And I'm sorry, not sorry. Because this is who I am. And no, like when I say this is who I am, this is me being silly and funny. Like this is the funny side that only a handful of people that are truly like really, really close to me get to see, you know, just about every day. And so I have those silly moments and no, I'm not out here thotting and bopping. Like it's the total opposite. Like if I'm not in a relationship, I'm barely dating and I go backwards and forward to the same man that I lost my virginity to. And it's so I'm not out here wilding, like not at all. And so for those of y'all that are coming down on people doing for the D or for the P challenge, like just just hold your horses and let people just live their lives. Like, cause they could be out here doing so much more than you worrying about. Are they really like busting it wide open for the D or whatever the case may be? Like it's none of your business really. Like it's just supposed to be fun. Like be worried if it was like teenagers or little kids doing the challenge. Like, so that's why it's good that there's a positive spin on these challenges or whatever so you can have the kids do for the grade challenge which I thought was super cute and I love seeing the ones for for my wife or for my husband challenge or whatever but there again like I just want the record to show that your girl Fallon is totally like you know online and on target as far as like my brain and my body don't got a lot of miles on it like you know like (laughs) 
but let's not also act like we're not out here being grown and let's say you are operating in a relationship or not that's your business but it's certain things you gonna do for that man or that female and that's just what it is and people shouldn't be so serious or whatever so let somebody try to say something to me you know like I'm just gonna just have to say something because let's stop acting like we're all angels like we're not out here having sex but we're doing all these other sins like no sin is greater than the other y'all like for those y'all that try to thump around and be like these perfect angels like just stop like just my own personal journey like I wanted to be that female that waited until I got married before I had sex and that just didn't happen like I met someone that I fell totally in love with and I just knew we were gonna get married and stuff and so at that point because I was like you know pretty old I was just so curious and he's just so fine like body of I don't know what like still today his body is like banging um and so (laughs) I was just ready at that point doesn't make you a bad person like I'm the person that has to pray at night for all the things that I do wrong and it's just like I don't know like I've never just been with someone and not be emotionally attached to them somehow some way and it's just I don't know. So fun Fallon fact, if you go back and listen to episode 29, when I did for the dick challenge, there were two truths in the challenge. So everything else, of course, was fake. But two lines that I said during my (laughs) for the dick challenge were actually true. Things that I actually did. One is probably obvious. And then the other one, you probably just have to cipher through. But yeah, so I challenge you to go back to listen to episode 29 and just listen to my my freestyle and try to figure out the two truths. And yeah, maybe like if you can figure out the two truths, maybe I'll do something. But yeah, if you want to try to guess what the two truths are and for the dick challenge I did last week, email me at OUTHOUGHTFALLON, that's F-A-L-L-O-N at gmail.com, OUTHOUGHTFALLON at gmail.com so yeah last thing on the docket for what's popping a lot of y'all probably won't know this unless you're in my age group or higher but um r&b singer christopher williams was arrested for stealing headphones he said he forgot to put them in his bag and i don't know if that's like a misquote from the person that did the story but if you didn't pay for them why would you say that you forgot to put them in in your bag? Shouldn't the statement say that you forgot to pay for them? But yeah, so that's the story. And Christopher Williams, I, I think the easiest way for you to know who he is, is to listen to the New Jack City soundtrack. He's on there. He's also in the movie. So that's who he is. And... You know, he was definitely popular in the New Jack Swing R&B era. So if you don't know his music, check out his catalog. But yeah, he definitely got arrested for stealing headphones.
Sports, sports, sports. My second love in the world. Um, want to talk about a few things in sports. Not that much. Um, first, I want to talk about the big contract that Russell Westbrook signed. Five-year extension for $205 million. And it was done allegedly on Kevin Durant's birthday. Really? That's how we move him? If he really did that, that's really, really petty. Full-on petty. Um, let's see. We have to talk about the new way the NBA is going to select the, the teams for the All-Star game. And it's pretty cool. I'm for it. Basically, it's going to be two captains to represent the teams. And they'll start picking the teams like basically like you're on the, the playground, basically. Um, getting the, the pool of players will be the same. We will have the power to vote them in. And I'm assuming like the, the two players, they get the highest amount of votes. They'll be the captains and they'll pick like that. And so my guy from the Houston Rockets, also the president of the NBA um, Players Association, Chris Paul, he brought up this idea um, this past uh, All-Star uh, game. And so they're taking a chance. They're going to try it out. And they're going to play for charity. So this should be really, really fun. And so I'm definitely interested in seeing that. Jeremy Lin and Kenyon Martin. Mr. Martin, I really, I was really disappointed when I saw this. And just basically, he came for Jeremy Lin for no reason. And I just feel like it's just dumb. Jeremy Lin is not trying to appropriate our culture. Jeremy Lin is like one of the nicest dudes, Christian, and he's quick to to speak up about any bad situation that goes on in our community, any other community. Like Jeremy Lin is like the best example of playing basketball and minding your minding your God given business. And so I definitely didn't like that Kenyon Martin came. For Jeremy Lin and Jeremy Lin basically gave him a nice nasty clap back and said basically he was disappointed that Mr. Martin was coming for him because he used to have his poster hanging on his wall and also Kenyon Martin has uh, Chinese tattoos on his arm so how can he talk about anything <laughs> You know, if he's appropriating Chinese culture. So definitely was a good clap back for Jeremy Lin. Um, I want to talk about Cam Newton. But I'm trying to make sure I don't go over because I'm almost at the the one hour mark. And I didn't want it to be long. You see how I'm talking through as I'm actually recording. But fuck it. This is my show. So I'm not going to talk about Cam Newton. But I will say this. Very quickly, I don't think what he said was sexist. I think it was more like a, a a shock thing that I also get when I talk about sports. I think he was more intrigued and surprised that a female was talking about football on a deeper level by asking about routes. And I love football, but I don't talk about routes and shit like that. Like I, I keep it very basic. Like even with my love of basketball, I don't sit here and talk about plays and stuff. Like I just talk about basketball, the players, stats, stuff like that. So 
y'all don't come for Cam Newton. He shouldn't have to apologize and he shouldn't have lost his his endorsement from Danny. And that's all I'm going to say. I keep it trill cause I'm from the south side. I plan to rep the south till the day that I die. I, that's so Houston. That's so Houston. That's so Houston. Staying with the theme of sports, my Rockets, they'll be holding an open practice this Saturday. And they do this every year before the season starts. And they do it to use it as a fundraiser where you get to watch the players practice and get to meet some of the players, get autographs. If you just bring some um, food items or items for donations or items to donate. Um, And so that will be this Saturday at 1030 at the Toyota Center. Uh, Also going on in the city, the second annual Seafood Boil and Daiquiri Day at um, Daiquiri Express. And this happens on Saturday at 2 p.m. Again, again, you can always tell when I'm getting tired (laughs) of talking, when it's almost time for the episode to be over because I can't stop fumbling over my words but yeah the second annual seafood boil and daiquiri daybreak at daiquiri express daiquiri express tomorrow at 2 p.m chris tucker will be be in town on sunday at 8 p.m at the smart financial center in sugarland so that's really dope um tomorrow um i'm every woman makeup class it's going to be held and basically it's just a seminar to show you how to put on makeup. It's maybe something I should attend just to just know how to put on makeup and how I would look with makeup. But I'm pretty sure I'm not going to go. I'm just going to be at the house chilling. But if you want to learn how to put on makeup, um, the class is being held at 9111 Lakes at 610 Drive, Houston, Texas 77054. And it's going to be between 12 and 3. And you can register at ashleyadamsbeauty.com slash education. Um, also tonight, which probably it doesn't even matter me saying this, but I, I'm saying this because I like this dude. Um, Robert um, Glasper Experiment will be at the Cullen Performance Hall today at 8 p.m. And if you don't know his music, check it out. Really dope stuff. the music end of the world what are y'all listening to i have a whole nice list of songs that i want to share with y'all so we're going to go ahead and jump right on in and let's see let's see let's see you can see i'm just not together today because i'm looking for my playlist that i have put together and I'm still searching for it. So this is great. Um, but first up on the list is Big Crit. He has an album, a double disc album coming out on the 27th of this month. So if you're a Big Crit fan, you are definitely just ready 
And so I'm going to share two singles that he released recently. Um, the first one is Confetti. And again, this is Good Trip. Really good song. Really, really good. Then I never start where I need to start. I just always start them at the beginning. So yeah, um, check out that single called Confetti. Now I'm really excited about the other single that I'm getting ready to share from Big Crit. This is my favorite one of the two. And it's called Keep the Devil Off. This one is a certified jam, banger, facts, like real talk stuff. Again, this is Big Crit. Keep the devil So yeah, that song really goes off. Um, Currency, um, he released an EP last week called The Motivational Speech. And the song that I'm going to play is Pressure and basically a remake of the song by, is it 52 Savage, 41 Savage? It's the older man that that's from Dallas that came out came out with the song Pressure and so he's rapping over that beat. So yeah, that's from Currency and the EP is the motivational speech and the song is called Pressure. And if I don't forget before I post up the episode in the notes, I'll post in the other song Pressure. Um, from that Dallas artist. I guess he's an artist. He only did one song that I know of. Uh, so you can know the song that I'm talking about. I also want to talk about rapper Loot that's on the Dreamville uh, label. He dropped an album called West 1996 Part 2. And the song that I'm getting ready to play is Crabs in a Barrel. Yeah, 
But under pressure if these niggas had the weight on my shoulders See how am I reminding niggas how a nigga got noticed Low key cause a nigga can't hate what he can't see I know the fight in me can be misleading But I never waste my energy to stop you from leaving How many times I gotta fight for you to see me That shit for the birds, I feed them the words The knowledge, politicking about how life got you all fucked up Look up, fuck what they say to you so yeah, if you're not aware of who Loot is, check him out. This album is really, really good. A lot of people aren't talking about it. Very good album. Um, next album that I want to highlight is from my girl, Tamar Braxton. And the album is called Bluebird of Happiness. It is so, so good from top to bottom. And... The song that I'm getting ready to play is called My Forever. It's the first song off of the album. The first song to start the album, I'm sorry. And it's called My Forever. Again, that is My Forever from Tamar Braxton, uh, Bluebird of Happiness. Uh, the last song that I'm going to highlight is from my boy Tank. Um, he released an album recently called Savage. And this is a single that a lot of people are enjoying off of the album. And it's called When We. And this is like one of my favorites off of the album. So his album is very, very good too. So um, if you haven't heard that album, check it out. I have, I uh, can't talk. I will have links for all the songs that I played in the notes of the podcast. So you can go ahead and discover and get your life as well. Also, I told y'all a few weeks ago that I was working on a cuffing season playlist and good news, boys and girls, the playlist is almost done. I'm on like the first level of working on the playlist. I've pulled out all the songs that I feel like should be on the playlist. And now I just have to pick the final selection of songs and then the playlist will be done. And so you'll get to see what cuffing season looks like via my ears as far as songs or whatever. And in my mind, like I want to take you on a trip basically on the process from start to finish, like how that looks like. So it's not just going to be lovey-dovey songs. It's nothing about love. It's going to be a journey. And so <laughs> that's why I'm just not going to just throw it up there and give y'all mess or whatever. But yeah, so to go ahead and just end the show, um, I was going to insert my new segment this week, but there again, I don't want this episode to be really long and I don't want to cheapen the content 
by not fully engaging my thoughts to hopefully provide talking points to the people that listen to the podcast. So I'm just going to go ahead and jump right on into dropping jewels and then I'll save my new content for next week. And so um, I'm not even going to do like the bumper for dropping jewels. We're just going to go right on in after I make a mental note to myself to insert my new segment next week. So y'all getting the real raw this week. Like I'm just really freestyling it (laughs) to a certain degree with the format this week. So dropping jewels. Um, I just want to give a congratulations to Randall Woodfin, who is now the youngest mayor of, of Birmingham, Alabama. So a big glow up and congratulations to you, sir. Like he's African-American out here shining, young, black, gifted, a young king out here. So congrats to Randall Woodfin. And so with that, that is the end of this wonderful episode of Oh You Thought episode 30. I know this one was kind of like to a certain degree all over the place, but whatever. We can't have cookie cutter perfect episodes every single week. Sometimes I just want to talk to y'all and get some stuff off of my chest. I think that might be a form of low-key therapy for me. So I'm sorry if I talked about my personal stuff too much this week. But there again, I still want to get y'all comfortable enough to where you'll talk to me and you'll email me and you'll ask me for advice or you'll just email me and tell me what you think of the show and things like that. Like, I want this to be a nice little community and family. I still don't know what name I want to give my podcast listeners. So if y'all can come up with a really dope name for y'all, let me know what the squad name should be because we out here, the number keeps growing. And so I'm very thankful for that. So if someone is out here listening every single day because I look at my stats whenever I upload my episode, I'm checking my stats. I check it on a daily basis to see who's listening. I, I, see, I can see by the week and by the month. And so every month I'm getting subscribers. And so I love y'all for that, for taking time out of your day to listen. And for those of you that are passing the word along to your friends and family, Thank you and just keep listening and keep passing it on. I plan to only get better and better. And yeah, like I just want to keep providing really good content. And so that's why sometimes like if I'm not feeling recording, then I don't record because I almost didn't record today. And this is why this episode is going to be so late today because been in my feelings about life stuff. And for the last couple of days, I've been sad, but I was like, you know what? Just do it. Just do it. No matter if it's late tonight, just do it. You got to do it because out of the people that are subscribed to your podcast, someone is waiting for your podcast to pop up in their notifications to let them know a new episode is out there. So I'm confident of that. And so I hope you guys have a safe and positive and great loving weekend Pray for each other, love on yourself, love on others, and make sure you tell people that you love them every single day if you love them. Don't let that moment go by that you don't tell someone that you love them if it's on your heart. Like if you're thinking about, oh, I need to tell this person I love them, pick up the phone, send a text, 
Let them know that you care because you just never know when your last day on this earth is going to be. So you just never know how that last time someone hears that you love them will affect their life forever. And so, yeah, um, follow me on social media. Follow me on Instagram. Um, for the longest, I had my Instagram private because there again, like I just didn't want like work people and stuff to follow me on Instagram because, you know, like if you have people's numbers in your phone, like it pops up. And so I just didn't want that for my life. But now my Instagram is open and free, so you don't have to wait on me to approve you. So go follow me on Instagram. Oh, you thought Fallon, F-A-L-L-O-N. Um, follow me on Twitter. Pretty and Smart 81. That's pretty, the letter N, 81. Uh, email me, outhoughtfallon at gmail.com. Go to my website, outhoughtfallon.com. And with that, I'm out. Until next time, remember to glow up, bless up, stay prayed up, and hold it down. Hold it down. Hold it down. We gon' hold it down. We gon' hold it down.